May we pray. In the words of Barbara Brown Taylor, come, Holy Ghost, our souls inspire. Enlighten us with your celestial fire. For if you are not with us, then nothing else matters. And if you are with us, then nothing else matters. Be with St. James this evening, Lord, we plead and we pray. Amen. <laughs> Bent, but not broken. Can you imagine the staring, the looks of confusion, disgust even? Or the opposite, people quickly diverting their gaze so they don't have to look at me. I'm not sure which is worse. They don't know what it's like to never be able to fully look someone in the eye. They don't know what it's like. Dusty feet and dusty roads, my primary sightline, my constant vista, my permanent view. Can you see me? Can you imagine? I know my very presence makes them uncomfortable. They don't know what it's like. The pain. What has tortured me for almost two decades creates a moment of unease for them. My body has betrayed me, preferring to make salutations to the dirt instead of to the sun. You see, I am what some call crippled, deformed, bent over. So I try to keep to the far side, keep to the corners, keep out of the way. But I know a deep truth about myself, a truth the people will later learn. I may be bent, but I am not broken. And so on I go. Can you see me? Can you imagine? 
While we were imagining this scene, the woman we find in the 13th chapter of Luke's gospel doesn't have to imagine this. This is her life and has been for 18 years. But maybe there are some folks that you know that wouldn't have to stretch their imaginations too wide to know what this woman is going through. Maybe their life circumstances have produced similar experiences. Maybe you don't have to stretch your imagination too hard, for you too may have some insight into this woman's plight. But whether this story is near to you or far from you, we have met this woman on quite the day. For in just a few moments, something radical is about to happen to her. And I want us to pay special attention to exactly what happens. We're about to learn that this woman was bent, but not broken. In the 13th chapter of Luke, starting with verse 12, we find again these words. Now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And just then there appeared a woman with a spirit that had crippled her for 18 years. She was bent over and was quite unable to stand up straight. And when Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are set free from your ailment. And when he laid his hands on her, immediately... She stood up straight and began praising God. I want us to zoom in on this encounter. Let's follow the movement of this passage. And to do this, we'll follow the verbs. First, Jesus saw her. He saw her. Have we ever rendered someone invisible by averting our gaze? Living in New York City, I can imagine we have some sense of that. Whereas this woman had been ignored and stepped over and passed by on this day, she was seen by the Savior. She was in the sight line of the divine, rendered invisible for 18 years, but today she finds herself in the very gaze of God. Do we see as Jesus saw? Do we avert our gaze at sights Jesus would have lovingly peered into? Do we point to God in the way we see others? 
does our gaze affirm for our neighbors that they may be bent over by the weight of this world, but they are not broken, made whole by the redeeming love of Christ, bent but not broken. After seeing her, Jesus then calls her over. Now, Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on this day, a setting most often dominated by men, Pharisees and Sadducees. But then, breaking through the air was the voice of Jesus calling woman. Jesus calls her in in spaces where she would normally be left out of, unwelcomed, Jesus calls her in. How are we calling folks in who have been historically left out? Does our voice break through the status quo to invite the vulnerable into spaces they have previously been shut out of? How is that going for us on the Upper East Side of Manhattan? Jesus sees her. Jesus calls her in. And then there's this fascinating little detail that I can't let go of. The translation we find in the Gospel of Luke uses the word crippled. Then, on top of that, Luke says, just to make sure we get it, she was bent over and quite unable to stand up straight. Now, at first glance, a reasonable person may doubt the mobility of this woman. How easily can she walk? How easily can she move? But when Jesus sees her, he calls her over. Now, why doesn't he just go over to her, the crippled woman? Well, friends, I think part of the good news of this encounter is that our God is familiar with the particularity of our condition and our circumstance. Jesus knew that she was disabled, but not immobile, weighed down, but not counted out, troubled on every side, as the Apostle Paul says, but not distressed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, weary, but not wretched, slumped over, but not sullen, contorted, but not decrepit, deformed, but not deflated, helpless, but not hopeless, bent, but not broken. Jesus sees her. Jesus calls her in. Then Jesus touches her. He lays hands on her. And St. James, I want you to know, 
It's in the embrace of this encounter that facilitates the healing. She wasn't healed when he saw her. She wasn't healed when he called her. It was in the touch. It was in the embrace. A woman that many others likely avoided. A woman that many others likely ignored. But today, she feels the compassionate touch of someone who cares. Someone who sees her as a daughter in God's family. He touches her. He embraces her. What about us? Do we have room to more closely follow this formula? To see the invisible, to call in the left out, and to embrace the avoided. What healing power lies within our eyes? What healing power lies within our voice? What healing power lies within our touch? Who are the bent over people in our lives? Who we can look in the eye and say, because of the redeeming love of Christ, who makes us all whole, you indeed may be bent over by the weight of this world, but we need for you to know that you may be bent. But beloved, you're not broken. Glory be to God. Amen.